what is my perception of time? I think more important to know is the reality of time. Uh, either way, there was something I talked about uh, the other day when it comes to perception of time, that the way we perceive time, the way we think time is, that the moment that has gone is now past, this is present, and the moment about to come is future. That is actually a very linear way of looking at time, very sequential way of looking at time. Linear is first one thing is happening, then second will happen, then third will happen, then fourth will happen. But that's not a true picture of time. Time is uh, quite parallel. It's non-linear, non-sequential. One of the things I was talking about the other day, that it takes eight minutes for sun rays to touch our planet Earth. Which means the sun you are looking at in the present moment does not actually belong to the present moment. This sun is eight minutes old. If sun was to stop shining right this very moment, for eight minutes, you won't know anything. For eight minutes, we'll think it's still shining bright. Similarly, there are planets that are a few hundred light years away or a few million light years away, which basically means if you're looking at a planet that's, let's say, 50 light years away, if that planet stopped to exist this moment, for 50 years, you would not know. For 50 years, we would see that as something real in the sky that is actually not there. So parallelly, we are looking at past, present, and future. Because this current moment is the future of that planet, which is 50 light, 50 light years away, for example. Sahasaryuk parantam te harod brahmano viduhu. Ratriuk sahasarantam te horatru vidojana that one day of Brahma is 1,000 yugas in human time frame. To help us cope with life, we have made time linear. We've made dates and minutes and seconds and calendar and so on and so forth. But that's not really the case. Billions of things or countless things are parallelly happening in our lives, not just sequential, not just linear, even in our own mind. You may have four or five voices going in your head at the same time. It's not just two voices. You may have one voice saying when you want to do something, you may have one voice saying, do it. The other one may challenge it, no, I don't think you should. Then there's a third voice that comes up with a different argument, but maybe you should consider and so on and so forth. So long as we are going to exist in the physical realm of consciousness, we are going to be 
limited by our understanding of time. To understand time, we do have to rise above our body, go beyond our, our, our body, our, this limited consciousness, to understand what is superconsciousness and what is time. If Krishna says, Name viduhu surugunaha prabhavam namarsha, aham adirhi deva namarsha namcha sarvasha, nobody can understand me, Kantai Arjuna, nobody can understand me because I existed before everybody else. The same Krishna also says, Kalaha kalitamaham, that I am time. By that logic, it is impossible to understand time with conscious mind. We can assign units to time. We can say, oh, these are minutes, these are seconds, these are uh, mic microseconds or milliseconds and nanoseconds and picoseconds and so on. That's all. We can divide time, but we cannot understand time. To understand time, you have to become time. When you become time, you flow with time. For example, when you're very happy, an hour would pass, like five minutes. You say, we don't know where time flew. And when you're not happy, you're listening to some discourse or a katha. <laughs> then 10 minutes, feel more like an hour and because at that time you are very much aware of time rather than flowing with it your conscious mind is processing the hours and minutes and, and so on but when you're flowing with time the concept of time disappears just like in a state of samadhi the drishta the one who's seeing and drishya the scene itself becomes one, there is no difference. Similarly, in when you start to flow with time, which is just another dimension of your consciousness, you become time. For a person who's dead, there is no concept of time. Time is existing, but that person has no comprehension of it. Somebody asked Einstein, what is this theory of relativity? Can you explain it to me in very simple terms? And Einstein said, well, think about this. When you are having a meal with a beautiful woman, one hour feels like one minute. And when you are sitting on a hot plate, one minute would feel like one hour. That's pretty much what time is. The definition of time as we understand is relative, but being time is rising above it.